Good morning lovely people. It's Friday the 12th of August and it's in the United Kingdom at 10.20 as if you didn't know that. If you was or if you are a more seasoned listener you may know that but if you're not it's all right. Hey ho. Welcome to an audio diary, a personal journey over 40s health and I am the host of this podcast show. So, so tired this week. I think it's the story of my life when I'm on my menstruations. You get tired, sometimes you lack them and sometimes it's hormones, sometimes it's a combination of things. If you're doing a lot, you just can be burnt out. Do you know that feeling? Yeah, I think it's a combination with me. And because the older I get, I'm just celebrating my birthday just 41 now. Wow. I don't think of it in a bad way. Yes, I'm getting older. And yes, I have to be more mindful. And yes, I have to be more mindful because I had a previous health situation. But do I care very much in a way? Not so much. What I'm trying to say, friends, is I'm not bothered as much of getting older like I used to be. Because I think it's just a part and a process of life, if that makes sense. But without me waffling or going off on a tangent, because I am slightly tired in psyche and I am waiting like 15 minutes or so to have my breakfast. So I thought I'd start this podcast episode of isolation of health situation before and then I'll continue after breakfast maybe so yeah and it's Friday again I know this podcast got to be out tomorrow 13th of August but hey ho it is what it is and we will get there together we can get there and together we can do this so I started this podcast after going through gynecological surgery in March 2020 I want to help like-minded people to myself who may have ongoing struggles with gynecological health or who may be thinking and considering of going through a myomectomy process and want to know more tips and tricks on how to live that fulfilling life prior to surgery as well as after surgery as well. And I welcome anyone who generally is interested in women's health as well. Also, my podcast show is primarily on the go, hence the term and uh, definition diary. But I will share with one what I learned to do with my health, both mentally and physically and from time to time. So without further ado, let's get started and let's get straight into this one because it's an interesting topic and it's a really huge topic because... The words that came in my mind today as I was walking and doing some exercises in my flat, mainly walking, but words that came in my mind was isolation and loneliness and they can go together but there's different definitions as I have just previously glanced on this website called Nia Knit. Gov. and I will put all the websites that I use in the description of the podcast episode so you can check it out for yourself but what I wanted to start off with today and really ask you and it's points to consider really you can either write it down or you can either just consider it mentally sometimes I like writing things down friends because it helps me and because I'm dyslexic it helps me process things a little bit more succinctful and in a greater way if that makes sense because I can visually see it so having different applications and tools and writing these down and doing mind maps it has helped me massively in my learning in my development in my growth in my talking you name it it's helped me because i can see the words that is coming out of my mind if that makes sense but so two questions i came up with have you ever felt lonely either being in a family or living on your own i have felt both and i will share more on this but for now let's go to what the expert says on loneliness and isolation 
So the website once again is from nia.i.gov which is n for November ia.n for November ih.gov I say. But I'm kind of all over the shot today because yeah I'm, I'm getting hungry I am getting hungry and yeah and I'm a little bit mentally drained as well but we'll continue. So this site is saying loneliness and social isolation tips for staying connected. And on this page, it, I like it because it's clearly marked out some questions at the top bullet pointing it. And it says, what is the difference between loneliness and social isolation? How can feeling lonely or being isolated affect older adults' health? How can you know your risks for loneliness and social isolation? How can you stay connected with friends and family? It's got all the social media links at the side like Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, LinkedIn. And it's even got a print button. So this is really good. And I like it because it is a secure website. It has a lock on the top. I always do this now, this check. Because since I've done the digital skills online for the workplace course, I look at little things like that. How secure is a website? and the things I'm searching for going forward so I'm always putting my skills and knowledge into practice so to speak when you do courses friends I don't know if you find that but I find that I'm like living proof because I do things in a detailed way I I'm like living the course if that makes sense but yeah so let's go on and I'm smiling right now because I feel good or even though I'm on the last stages of my menstruation but I still feel good it's really really warm they said these last couple of days will be warm in the United Kingdom so it's going to be like over 30 degrees which is horrendous to think about to say the least but let's continue so loneliness and social isolation tips for staying connected everyone needs social connections to survive and thrive but as people age they often find themselves spending more time alone being alone may leave old adults more vulnerable to loneliness and social isolation which can affect their health and well-being studies show that loneliness and social isolation are associated with higher risk for heart problems such as heart disease depression and cognitive decline wow friends i didn't know that i didn't know that it has the health implications like that i knew about the mental side but i didn't know about the physical side which is mind-blowing and if you can see my face right now it's like wow like a kid like in all like in a sweet shop or not so much a sweet shop in a place where full of stuff that they like that's how my face looks <laughs> so i'm just in all like blown away if you are in poor health you may be more likely to be socially isolated or lonely if you are socially isolated or feeling lonely it can put a physical and mental health if you are socially isolated or feeling lonely it can put your physical and mental health at risk Adults who are lonely or socially isolated are less healthy, have longest hospital stays, well, are readmitted to hospital more often and are more likely to pass away earlier than those with meaningful and supportive social connections. What is the difference between loneliness and social isolation? Number of adults that are age over 65 and older are growing and many are socially isolated and regularly feeling lonely the coronavirus outbreak in 2020 brought even more challenges due to health considerations and the need to practice physical distancing 
Loneliness and social isolation are different but related. Loneliness is distressing feelings of being alone or separated. Social isolation is the lack of social contacts and having few people to interact with regularly. You can live alone and not feel lonely or social isolated and you can feel lonely while being with other people. That is a key point friends because I just want to share a quick story because one of my, I call her auntie but it's actually my dad's cousin so it would be like my second or third second cousin or I call her auntie for respect and she said to me you can be lonely once even when in a family maybe she felt this I don't know but yeah without going into anyone's business but I just wanted to share that little point with you so that's how I knew that you can be lonely when you're in a family too and I suppose that's true of me as well because I have some things to share in a minute I have felt quite lonely or isolated shall I say being in my own family that I've just kind of dispersed from because we've all grown up now but it's still my family but I have felt quite isolated should I say but I'm glad this website pinpoints it because I live on my own and I'm quite content on living my own and I'm quite content with living on my own and I love it because I get to do so many things that maybe being with other people they might not like to do so I'm quite content but there is this little aspect that I want companion and we all like the website said we all need companion in our lives so yeah so with that friends I'm going to take a break because I'm a little bit a very very tiny bit feeling like a snack like a breakfast so I'm just going to have one Weetabix with banana and then come back and finish the podcast episode bye for now lovely people Good afternoon lovely people, part two or second segment of the podcast Isolation After a Health Situation on the 12th of August It's 14, 17 hours in the United Kingdom and this is part two of recording this second segment so annoying when you do a podcast show and you think you've recorded a segment and what happened when I got into GarageBand the application well there was no waves so Either it's because I was messing with the sound on the Roadcaster Pro that it never recorded or I was too far away because sometimes my voice is softer, friends, so the microphone didn't pick it up and if I'm turning, which I was sitting away from the microphone, it might not have picked it up very good. So I'm hoping that this records succinctly. Anyway, there was words in there which I didn't like and yeah, while I can put an explicit on the podcast episode, I do prefer to use... A little bit more pleasant language but sometimes I will use language where it might be unpleasant for some listeners but I would always put an E on the podcast if that makes sense going forward so let's continue to conclude this podcast of isolation after a health situation so I read a little bit about how one can feel lonely or isolated and how it affects older adults. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, friends, so I will put the episode in the podcast description box so you can check it out. People who are socially isolated or lonely are more likely to be admitted to the emergency room or to a nursing home. Social isolation and loneliness also are associated with higher risk for 
high blood pressure, heart disease, obesity, weakened immune system and function, anxiety, depression, cognitive decline, dementia including Alzheimer's disease and the last one kind of frightens me even though I did a podcast on it, passing away, death. So yeah, so all the not nice kind of emotions and health situations and conditions and diseases but I won't go into specifics because I think that we can save specifics for a later episode in the future but yeah and I'll just read a little bit of this paragraph which I think is really good people who are lonely or socially isolated might get too little exercise drink too much alcohol smoke and often don't sleep well which can further increase the risk of serious health conditions people who are lonely experience emotional pain losing a sense of connection and community can change the way person sees the world someone experiencing chronic loneliness may feel threatened and mistrustful of others emotional pain can activate the same stress responses in the body as physical pain when this goes on for a long time it can lead to chronic inflammation overactive or prolonged release of factors that can damage tissues and reduce immunity ability to fight off diseases this risk this raises your risk of chronic diseases and can leave a person more vulnerable to some infectious diseases. Wow, this is powerful stuff, friends. How can you know your risk for loneliness and social isolation? I think this is a little bit good, so I'll just touch on it because it would give you an overview of how can you know those who find themselves unexpectedly isolated due to illness or of a love or separation from friends and family loss of mobility worsening vision or hearing problems disability or lack of mobility or access to transportation are at particular risk of loneliness and social isolation you also may be at greater risk if you live alone can't leave your home had a major loss or life change such as a person passing away spouse or partner struggle with money are a caregiver have psychological or cognitive challenges or depression have limited social support having trouble hearing live in a rural unsafe and or hard to reach neighborhood having language barriers where you live experience age racial ethnicity issues sexual orientation and or gender identity discrimination where you live are not meaningfully engaged in activities or are feeling a lack of purpose people with hearing loss may find it hard to have conversation with friends and family which can lead to less interaction with people social isolation and higher rates of loneliness so i think i'll leave it there for now friends but i will kind of tie this podcast episode up and we'll go from there how does that sound i hope you lovely people are having a wonderful day it's lovely and warm once again in the united kingdom i don't know how much it is because they said over the last couple of days since yesterday i believe it was the 
11 or August, I almost forgot the date there. Sometimes friends just sleep and you forget the date and sometimes when one's on their menstruation, like me, I'm still currently on my menstruation. The latter part of it though, I would say the next two days it will come to a close. But aside from that friends, it's been really great for the most part. So it's the 12th of August today, it's my friend's birthday or associate should I say, because I knew her from one of my uni days back in the day, 2006. So yeah i'm just gonna message her in a bit and just wish her well and yeah there's a lot of august birthdays for me just having a little bit of a chit chat I, I guess because i think it's good to talk and kind of relates to this podcast of isolation and social isolation for me friends i believe that I have been and was prior to surgery in the social isolation category and why I say that friends is because even when I was younger I would say I enjoyed my own space and I often now after surgery I enjoy my own company so I don't feel lonely to a sense because sometimes I just like to have my own company I do a lot of things I have a lot of activities and that keeps me happy but I will say I experienced social isolation now that I've read it a little bit more in detail from this website I will say that I get socially isolated because people don't understand what I like to do and then that causes conflicts within relationships because we don't get to a good level and we don't get balanced if that makes sense so I would say one of the tips I know from memory and from living and experiencing it for myself and in my life going forward prior and after surgery is finding that balance of finding activities you and another person can do together and if you don't like something or if the other person doesn't like something see if you can find a happy medium where you can both feel comfortable and happy and you can feel good in your psyche as well which will then impact your physical health as well and all round as a package you'll feel a happier person but I'm not a medical expert and I'm not a doctor but I am in the best place to give you advice and help you because I have gone through a major massive gynecological surgery and if you're a more seasoned listener you'll know that but if you're new to this podcast it's all right you'll get to know me over 40 self as well but I welcome every single listener today and I hope you find something of value to this podcast episode so yeah it was a little bit gritty and I got a little bit upset I would say let's just call it upset and a little bit I felt the heat within myself earlier I don't know if it's because I was hungry a little bit or thirsty or yeah and I said some words which then when I rethought and reflected friends I thought nah I don't want to say that and but it's all right sometimes because I'm still working on myself friends i'm still trying to find things that is acceptable because some of the behaviors i've learned from growing up so some of the mindset i still have is from growing up so i'm still trying to find my own kind of niche identity and that can take time but i'm wasn't up for the possibility so yeah friends i think I will say what I said in the other podcast episode because I think it's good but I will try to put it in a more succinctful way and I'm smiling right now because it was succinctful but it it just wasn't pleasant but yeah so it's like when I was younger friends and my family would do things I would just say okay and that's for me I feel that's where low self-esteem comes in because if you're conforming to someone or kept on saying okay or go along and you 
you don't know yourself as well that can lead to someone else is happy and you're not happy and it's a sense of low esteem and one can have low self-esteem and for a long time I just was conforming I never really had my own likes and different likes but after surgery it's been so great friends because when I was in the hospital now even though I didn't have anyone around me I felt complete because even though the people didn't know me in the ward it was nice because they kind of got to know me as me and they didn't force or anything or do anything on me or they didn't force me to do what they like or vice versa and it just felt nice and even though it was in a hospital setting but it just made me feel nice both physically and mentally and that's what one needs really when they can feel sometimes self-isolated it's about working together and I think relationships have a key and critical part to isolation knowing how to curve that relationship so that you do two can work together succinctly so I was always kind of conforming I said okay okay when I didn't really like that or I didn't really like something and I was kind of too afraid to speak up really but now I would say after surgery I'm more of a leader yeah I can follow instruction but I do like to lead I, I would definitely say I've always been a leader but somewhere along the lines I lost my way and I just had to get over 40s health back so to speak again so yeah that's one of the things I would say and it was like in a nutshell you're kind of sneaking around because you're conforming you're just saying okay but you're not okay so it's kind of sneaky behavior if that makes sense so yeah and then now after surgery it's just been amazing because I say what I want within reason of course and I do what I want but people are like sometimes I feel like they're conforming to me and I don't like that because I'd rather people say what they mean and if something's bothering them so we can find that happy medium and I'm always trying to work on my relationship and I have done a podcast episode called communication after a health situation which is and was put out in June you can check that out if you want but I always and I have recently known that it's always I've lost my words I I was just gonna say I think that isolation links largely to relationships in general because the two can help each other out and yeah I haven't really got much more to say but I will say two pieces of good news friends so today I Firstly, over the last couple of days, sorted out a historical situation and I did mention it on a podcast episode. I, d- I can't remember if it's like, oh yes, it, it was close after a health situation. I had a historical situation in the workplace that I was at prior to surgery and it was gritty but I worked out the situation and I will be doing a podcast episode on it because I think it's going to be very crucial but yeah so I feel like now after four days of intenseness I can put the situation to bed and I feel totally at peace which I was just kind of like glossing over and when you truly accept something and understand it your happiness can increase as well friends so that's the first piece of good news that oh it's just it feels amazing it feels absolutely amazing and I'm smiling right now second piece of information is that I got on the understanding health and nutrition course for the second time part two or second experience so to speak with the service provider that I was with that I'd done the digital skills for the workplace course 
that was in May time, around that time. So the same provider distant learning in the United Kingdom. So I feel good. I'm just taking time out because sometimes on my administration's friends, I feel like I need to take time out for myself. But I can't wait to get started again, but I'm just going to get my motivation back. But yeah, I learned so much before in that first uni. In a way, I can just kind of remember what I learned because it's the same exactly the same how what I did before so I can write in the books and what's good friends is that the tutor provided me with the book so she sent it by post which helps my learning massively because I can write it in the books and just copy it and type it up so I can be quicker as well so that helps my learning need my dyslexia it, it's perfect friends it's absolutely amazing and I'm smiling in a way I can't get wait to get started but I've just yeah trying to sort out my life succinctly and just trying to find that work-life balance so that's good going forward although it's a little bit pretty at the start of the conversation when the tutor was giving instructions she kind of was a little bit moany because I wasn't getting it on the Wednesday and maybe hormones came into play on my part but I don't wrong her but it just I will give my feedback and we'll sort out the situation afterwards but yeah it should be a good course and yeah I'm looking forward to the possibilities I hope you all have a lovely Friday whichever part of the world you're in stay safe this may be a little bit lengthy it may come up to 28 minutes or so but I hope you find value thank you very much for your listening ears it's much appreciated and I will be with you lovely people shortly have a lovely Friday whichever part of the world you're in it's now 14.36 it was 14.35 when I looked at it but now 14.36 on the 12th of August I say sayonara I'll be with you lovely people shortly bye for now